the question being asked, you know, did a Toronto police officer possibly allow Bruce MacArthur to slip through his fingers? That's uh, being asked of Sergeant Paul Gauthier. He's a 15-year Toronto officer, now charged under the Police Service Act. And we're told that this stems back to 2016, when it's alleged that a male complainant walked into a Toronto police station claiming that a man named Bruce MacArthur had apparently strangled and choked him during a sexual liaison uh, in a parking lot of a McDonald's. And the allegation being that the officer apparently did not run his name because had he done that, it would have flagged a previous and very vicious assault that MacArthur had been uh, uh, accused of in the village years before. And... Some suggest that three men had gone missing after that particular uh, reporting and uh, would turn up to be murdered. Did this possibly happen because the name wasn't written? Let's bring Dave uh, Perry in this conversation. He's our Global News Radio crime and security analyst, also because he had a big background with Toronto Police and knows this case very well. Hi there again. Hi there again. So I was not expecting this headline. I mean, this is not kind of a new story. This had been raised, as I understand, by Hank uh, Insigna, who became the lead detective on this particular case uh, when uh, Chief Saunders had come out. There was uh, a lot of heightened tension surrounding this investigation, and he felt that there had been a concern that needed to be looked into. Yeah, I remember that uh, news conference as well where Hank had brought it up and said that he'd seen something that caused him concern and he'd passed it on the professional standards for their review. And here it is today, they've announced that uh, an officer has been charged with neglect of duty. So that speaks to the shield of blue, which I think we hear about a lot, which you know tells us that um, Detective Insigna felt strongly enough about this that it had to go through, pro- I would assume that this was caught through the review process that's now underway. I think it was caught before the review process. I think it was it was caught you know, as a result of the arrest and starting to, because you got to remember, <clears throat> Alex, when you arrest somebody, one of the first things you do is start doing very in-depth backgrounds mm-hmm. on them, including any previous contact with the police. And I think it was probably that process that uh, that brought this to light. And, and when uh, the homicide squad saw that, um, they thought that it should be properly investigated. It was passed off to professional standards, and they've done an investigation, and they felt that this internal charge under the police service act not a criminal charge but this internal charge is was warranted so this officer now faces that in in what we typically call a a police tribunal yeah i mean they're they're not going to end up in a courtroom so to speak but uh, you know he's been charged internally with insubordination and neglect of duty Um, how serious are these particular types of charges looked at within policing they're both pretty serious and um, depending on the substance of the charges and if they're proven you know, again, the punishment could be anything from a, a reprimand up, up to termination. And, you know, my humble opinion on this one is it's certainly nothing that they would terminate a police officer over. But if he's convicted, he, he could face some some fairly severe disciplinary action, anything from uh, demotion to uh, a number of days forfeited off. And that's typically what the punishment is under the, under the Police Services Act if we don't reach a, a point of termination. 
Yeah, th- this is a higher ranking officer, Sergeant uh, Goche, and I don't know if you have any relationship with him or know him as an officer, but I don't. When when someone comes in, and I think this speaks to kind of the bigger picture, which is likely part of the review process of this case, but to think that Bruce MacArthur may have been on the radar a whole lot sooner almost reminds me of Della Millard when uh, the boyfriend or the friend of Laura Babcock went to police, reported this missing woman saying, you got to look into this guy, Della Millard. It was kind of blown off. Um, um, you know, there's a, a similarity where you think, well, had they just looked into it then, maybe we wouldn't have lost people like Tim Bosman. In this case, we're looking at possibly two to three other men who turned up dead that people say, well, had they just looked into it, that might not have happened. Yeah, it's going to be hard for us to determine that at this point. But it is something that I, I can assure you that the judge that's been brought on to do the, the review of the case, this will be a fairly significant part of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've got to be careful and a little bit cautious to allow the process to take its place and, and give this officer the chance to defend his actions. Um, if, he didn't, if he didn't, in fact, run Bruce MacArthur and what we typically call a CPIC check and mm-hmm. look into his criminal background and, and all of that, that would be a procedural error and would be something that uh, would, would actually support the charge of a neglect of duty. And who knows if he had done that, which is a very standard procedure with everybody we come in contact with. So and let's say, let's say I walk in, that, like I yeah. walk into Toronto Police, I'm a grown woman, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a big girl, but I, I say something uh, to the police, say this person's bugging me. Are you bound as a police officer to automatically run a check? Yes, you're, you're going you're gonna to check both sides, obviously. Okay. You're going to run the person who's complaining. And you're going to run the person who's being accused. And the most important part of that is obviously the person being accused. Right. And, you know, had that had that officer done that, and I don't know whether they did or not, but I'm just going by what I've read so far today. Had Bruce MacArthur been run through a, a proper police check, mm-hmm. his previous violent uh, actions would have come forward and perhaps it would have changed the course or the direction of the of that officer in terms of how he was dealt with on the night. Maybe... Maybe it would have been a flag, and I don't mean about right. all of these missing and murdered men, but it could have been a flag that, you know, here we are again, that this guy who's been convicted of violently assaulting a male prostitute is now back at it again. And uh, collectively, he could have been under those charges and uh, for the second offense, and then perhaps he, he might have been flagged a little bit earlier in the investigation. Mm-hmm. The thing we have to remember, Alex, it's, it's such a quantum leap to have somebody walk into a police station accused of what he was uh, accused of and to connect it to suddenly a serial case or a potential serial case with, again, no evidence. And I'm, I'm not saying this in defense of the police. I'm just saying it as a reality. The most difficult thing with all of these missing men is that there were no answers for the police. There was, again, no crime scenes. There were no recovered bodies. There was no forensics. There's it's the most difficult place to start because you really don't have a, a, a launching place and you don't have that crime scene that usually gets us into an investigation. So I think through the through the review that's going to be conducted, hopefully they will determine whether or not this had an impact. The big serious question, of course, is had MacArthur been arrested yeah. and charged for that allegation on that particular night, would it have pushed him to the front of the line in terms of potential suspects. And even if that's so, it doesn't mean that the police could have linked him to any of these cases, but he, he certainly would have been on the radar. Sure. And what what becomes even more challenging about this is that, you know, it doesn't ease or won't help ease the tensions 
um, within the community, many who said, look, we raised these issues and we were ignored. And they'll look at this case and say, see, here you go. So it yeah. becomes a greater challenge, yeah. even though the allegations have not been proven. Uh, it does become a great uh, big problem challenge. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't pass the smell test. Does it? it It doesn't sound good. It's not going to be, you know, a, a positive way to start the review, but it, it is, in fact, part of the review. And they're going to have to spend an awful lot of time around this subject area. Um, I hope, and I've I've said this before, I I really hope that the review goes the way I suspect the review goes. And there's going to be an awful lot more good that comes out of that review than bad. Mm -hmm. But there's no question in my mind. I can't think of a case that I worked on where it was put under this kind of a microscope, where I might not be criticized for things that I could have done, should have done, in hindsight, probably would have done. But, uh, you know, that's just that's the nature of, of complex, protracted investigations. They they take on a certain life of their own and you, you go where you think the leads should take you. And sometimes you miss things. Sometimes you make a wrong decision based on a an instinct or a gut reaction. And, and who knows that that's always the human element. But, you know, we, we talked about this before, Alex, and I think what's important is that we we wait for the, the review. And we all study the review and see what is actually said, because there will be a fulsome report. Mm-hmm. And um, ho- hopefully in that report, and only if it's true, and, and I believe it is, I think they're going to see that the police were far more concerned and caring than the public actually knows right now. And I certainly don't blame the community for wanting answers and for you know placing some criticism upon, upon the police based on their perception of how things gone. But I do know how projects work. Yeah. There's three projects, a lot of time and effort, a lot of police officers grinding every day. And sometimes when you're grinding every day and you're, you're involved in high-risk cases, you're, you're literally putting your neck out there because if you make a mistake, well, this, this is the outcome. You can be, be the hero one day and yeah. the next day you could be the subject of an investigation and you could be up on uh, Police Services Act charges for making a mistake or for what might be perceived as neglect of duty. It's a really tough position to be in. Yeah. But this will all work out. There, there's, there is a time when this report will come out, and I, I think that will be the time when maybe the entire community can start moving forward, and and, and hopefully it'll start bridging the gap between the police and, and this particular community. Well, we will stay tuned. Uh, Dave, thanks for letting me bother you on a Friday night. I appreciate it. For you anytime. Appreciate Thank it. you. That is uh, Dave Perry giving you a bit of a uh, kind of explaining the process and what this uh, means and what it could mean. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.